five, four, three. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a brand new show. This is your host, Christopher Harris. Anderson. I'm my dude, my mood. Nice and you. Mike. And welcome. You know what, man? That was terrible. You know what? It's, it, it was terrible. It was terrible. Chris, we need to bring back the old show, man. We got to run the music back, but Let's run the music. And I played the wrong fucking song, well, by the way. And then I played the wrong show. I played the wrong clip. That was fucking beautiful. You know what? Go for it. <laughs> Welcome what? to We Could Be Wrong. I'm Anderson. Christopher Harris. That was a lot of books. My dude, my mood. And Mike. Beautiful. That was actually perfect. It was unbelievably perfect. And that was better. That was a lot better. Yeah, do you guys agree? Do you guys agree with keeping it the same name? I mean, or well, yeah, we're doing the same thing, actually. Well, you know, well, I mean, that's kind of the argument of why we changed it. Uh, you know, because again, um, we had a listener contact me, and I spoke to the listener, and the listener was like, you know, the problem I have with the show. And why I think, you know, Sun Tzu and Renee left was, you know, they got frustrated with you. I said, yeah, they got frustrated with me because they kept on accusing me of not listening to anything. And he goes, you ever thought, Chris? Oh, my God. They really said that? Yeah. <laughs> that you were not listening? Yeah. We were listening. And we're calling them on their bullshit. And he said. We uh, weren't agreeing with them. That's what it was. He no, said, um, do you ever think that. Maybe you drew a line from the very beginning and you were a never Trumper since 2016. And to, to be quite honest, yeah, you know, but this is what I want to direct on the audience. First camera angle on me is that the reason why I was never a Trumper was because I don't like what the man stands for. From the beginning of saying of saying that Mexicans send nothing but their murderers and their rapists, from not I feel like taking the candidacy pres you know uh, seriously, I felt the man didn't represent the values of our country. And then as he continued as he won, I gave him a chance. But it's hard when you have senators and congressmen arguing about. You know, a man coming onto Congress, onto the floor with sweats and a and a short and shorts, but you have no problem with a former president calling for the execution of General Midley. You know, I mean, this is the problem I kind of have with the Trumpers. The problem I have is that former President Donald Trump could do no wrong in their eyes, and I'm gonna go further with that because it's a real like. Well, you know, you, all you guys are quick to say he's guilty, but then they turn around and say, well, you know, Biden's obviously corrupt and he's guilty. And it's like, you can't have it both ways. You can't have, you know, current President Biden, you know, you know, demented and being a criminal mastermind at the same time. You know, you can't believe anything that's thrown out there. And then get mad at us because we're like, yeah, Trump obviously lies and continues to lie. For me, the biggest issue was he said he's going to go and speak for the unions, the auto union workers, while current President Biden went and held, you know, at the picket line. But this guy goes to a non-union shop and has non-union workers holding union workers for Trump. And then lies and says, I hope your leaders of the union endorse me when the when the union president asked him not to come because where he was going is a non-union shop. I mean, these are serious lies, guys. The man consistently lies. And now he's been convicted of, you know, inappropriate sexual acts to a woman as well as being fraudulent with his business. And I'm still waiting for Biden to be convicted of something. And when he is, I'll treat the current president the way I'll, I've treated the former president. Um, I, this is my third topic, and obviously it slid into what, to what it is now my first, where I have to apologize with my flip-flopping. I said there's no way I'll, I'll vote 
for for Biden. There's no way I'll vote for Biden. But the truth is, if it's going to be Biden and Trump again, I'm going to vote for Biden again. Because it's no longer that I just hate former President Trump. It's the fact that I feel this guy is corrupting how we see this this country. I don't mean to flip-flop. I don't mean to lead people on one way or another. I don't blame the the Trumpers for being, you know, in love with the with, with the former president. If I was to listen to the same bubble that they do, I would feel the same way. And that's gonna open up to what I originally wanted as the first topic. Um, you know, Mahmoud, if you want to talk about the video about the, the young lady, or if you want to, Mike, that would be great. Either one of you who want to start, that would be pretty cool. And then I'll I'll make my connection there. Go ahead, Mahmoud. Go ahead. <clears throat> All right. So it was in regards to a 14-year-old child that was found missing, or her parents uh, put a report out for her being missing. She was found after four years. Being 18 um, now. And her name was Alicia. Can we say the name? Yep. Yeah. This is a national. Alicia Navarro. Mm-hmm. Um. And she was living with a 36-year-old male. No one knows the details. The mother spoke on air and said she was grateful to have her daughter back. She was grateful for the help provided by the community. And she did not have any information that she was willing to share. However, it was a blessing to have her child back and not to um, let go of hope, essentially. Um, The... They were messaging on some kind of platform, and she left her house in the middle of the night. It was and um, her mother. Sorry, what I didn't was it? They, it was uh, it was my it was Minecraft, the video game Minecraft. Minecraft, that's what it was. So they they met on there and they were messaging. And one night she left a message or a letter at her desk table and left in the middle of the night. Her mother woke up the next morning, found out there was nobody in the room. Uh, saw the back door open and footsteps leading away from the house. Uh, she called the cops. The cops came and investigated and found that there was no struggle, saw the note, and started to conduct a search, thinking since she was 14 and didn't have many resources, she wouldn't get very far. However, they were unsuccessful in finding her, which led to the four-year, luckily, return of this young lady. Who and who's not returned? By the way, she's you know she she still hasn't seen her, her mother since their first initial FaceTime. Hmm. She continues so to live with, or she is living with a what thirty two year old, thirty eight year old man at this point. Yeah, apparently he maybe he's forty at this point, possibly. Oh, okay. Because it was in twenty nineteen, so it's twenty twenty three, four years. Well, I think it's a different man no, from same what man. they originally made reference to. No, same it's man. The same man. Same man. Same man. And he was I thought 30. There was reference to a black man. No. I thought there was. Was this a black man? I thought no. there was reference to a black man initially. Mm-hmm. Wasn't yes. there? Yes, there was. Yes, there was. Yeah. From what I understood, it, it, was it, it was the same gentleman. Because well, they was, had, I, I didn't understand that at all. They made, they made reference to a, a black man they thought that she had left with originally. That's what they said. Yes, I, I heard and the then, And then all of a sudden, up in where where she South Dakota, Montana, she's with. Not a black man with another man, a different man. So I don't, I don't know if it was the same man that got her out of mm-hmm. the house or not. But I assumed it was two different men. Okay. We'll do more research on the details. But the story was <laughs> that it was a fourteen-year-old child yeah. that left and returned. Luckily, we didn't return. Just made her presence yeah. made contact. Made contact. To mom, I'm still alive. I'm a, I'm still alive. I don't want to come home, but I'm still alive and I'm okay. Yeah. So the reason why I brought that up is there was three major points that I wanted to sort of connect with with, with Trumpers. Uh, you know, not that Trumpers have minds of fourteen year old children. No. Well, well, can I can I respond to the situation first yes, before please. you do that? I mean, yeah, yeah please, on a please. more personal level. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm I'm a as a parent uh, of 
three children. I'm a bit harsher in the response to the situation. Um, there, I didn't get any sense that there was a, a father involved. Did anybody get a sense that there was a man in the house? Because there was never any reference or mention of a man, just the just the mother. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Or maybe okay. that the father is one that works all the time, and mother is just at the house. Maybe that's sure. And maybe, or maybe he doesn't speak English, and she felt comfortable, or whatever. Yeah, okay, whatever. But there was no reference to a man in the house. Okay, but uh, and I'm going to be pretty harsh here. Uh, you, you would you give a 13 year old child who is mentally challenged, and they made that fairly clear too. She was mentally challenged. Yeah. She had bounced. She had she bounced around from school to school. Apparently had autism. Had trouble connecting with friends. Had trouble being social. All of that stuff. Um, would you give a 13 year old child who is mentally challenged, unsupervised access to the internet? Um, how about you know? Would you give a child who was apparently socially maladaptive? access to older people, unknown influences outside the family, you know, people that, um, you know, were, were strange even to her established friends, would you allow her to have those contacts without supervision? Um, and then unsupervised access to money, where she went out and apparently bought another phone in which she made contact with this young man or some young man. Uh, but that phone was not monitored by an adult. So, you know, you put stuff like that together. Uh, I think the mom should bear the burden of the responsibility for what happened here. Um, I really do. I think, I think mom, as a lot of parents do, uh, aren't paying attention to the fact that no matter how old your child is, they need supervision until they leave the home. And even then, sometimes they need help. They need assistance. They need you to be a mom or a dad or a good friend or an advisor or a confidant or whatever, but that's your role as a parent, to prepare them for the world so that when they go into the world, they're going to be prepared and can succeed. And I don't, you know, I don't see any of that happening from this mom. So I kind of lost my sympathy for the situation, uh, you know, really gets tarnished or something like this. Um, maybe a bit harsh. What do you think? I, I, I get it. Um, again, I don't think... We know everything that's going on. I, I we, we don't know if there was a father or not, but I I, I understand how how you can feel that way. Uh, being a father of uh, of two daughters, I I mean it would destroy me. But yet I'm I'm very mindful uh, with what my daughters or what my eldest daughter watches on you know YouTube Kids even and certain things on there. I, you know, I, I block them. I think in one of our previous shows, I talked about how um, one day I was walking by my daughter's room and she was crying and crying. I was like, why are you crying? I said, what's wrong? And she was showing me a video. It was a Russian video. It was in Russian of this little girl and she kept on trying to get her mom's attention, but she was too busy working. And she was too busy working. She was too busy working. And the little girl would go and cry and pretend to cry. And then these group of strangers came and gave her ice cream. And she went off with the group of strangers. And then when she went home, the, you know, the mother was scolding her and, ma- and mad at her. And then the strangers came to the door with their, you know, video phone up, pointing at the mother, you know, videotaping her and telling her, don't you talk to a little girl like that? And then the girl went off with the strangers. And she and my daughter asked me, Daddy, how come her mom treats her like that? How come her mommy doesn't love her? And that disturbed me greatly because that's going to influence my daughter to think, oh, well, if you don't if you can't get what you want here, go to strangers, they'll treat you better. Like that's crazy. That is crazy. And I found all and I looked for that and I deleted that, you know, I blocked the YouTube kids from seeing that specific creator's content. And I, I, you know, I went and I flagged it and I sent an email to YouTube about it, especially to YouTube because YouTube has not treated me well. You know, they blocked us like three different times, twice. They blocked us twice, not three different times. I never got the, the channel banned, you know, but yeah, I mean, it was, and, and uh, now I want to make that connection. The thing is that, you know, social media, has opened up the world immensely, especially to, you know, to children. 
And especially the, da- the dangers of the world immensely. The dangers of the world. Not it's just so opened up the world. Yeah. It's so easy to gain access to anything. Once you and nowadays children are much more technologically adapt than not just my children. generation and y'all's generations. Yeah. And they're growing with it. Yeah. It's 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 technically an asset. They're pretty much combining with it. As they learn, the technology is adapting, they're adapting, they're enhancing together. They can communicate with anybody they want in this world. It's difficult to supervise something when you don't even understand it yourself. Well, I don't want to lose the connection I want to make, which is your your point's exactly right. They are. But the thing is, <clears throat> the connection I wanted to make is that, you know, we have, because let's be honest, guys, you know, Trump is building on the blue class work, the, the blue working class. I mean, that's his bread and butter. You know, the you know, the blue collar working class are working nonstop. Some some of them are working two to three jobs. And they have access to TikTok, all these 15 second videos. And what's happening is I feel that they're being manipulated, similar to how that 14 year old girl was being manipulated. I'm not saying that blue collar workers aren't smart. I'm not saying that, you know, they're have a mind of a child. I'm not, I'm not saying those things, but they're working so hard that they're not, I feel some of them aren't focusing. They're just going with the latest trend or the latest fashion. Does that make me sound like an elitist? Like I'm better than them because I'm not, but I feel they work so hard that they're just picking up anything. For example, when I was watching the story, I missed the whole thing about the black dude. You know? <laughs> no, seriously. Attention to detail. Sometimes you got to watch something more than once. Sometimes you got to watch something more. I actually watched it three times to try to make my point connect, but I totally missed mm-hmm. it. Or maybe mm-hmm. it's just the racist me that I said, no, no black dude can sue something like that. And I just blocked <laughs> it out. You know, I don't know. But, you know, but, but the thing is that, you know, and like, like her mother who had hope, you know, and I'm nobody's mother, nobody's parent, but I have hope that some of the people across the aisle will wake up. You know, I have hope that they'll come back you know, home and say, hey, Donald Trump's crook. He's already been convicted of fraud. So I could I could legally say he's he's, he's a fraudster. You know, I had someone very close to me for the last three days straight yelling, scream at me, <clears throat> begging me to go on Zillow and look up property um, property prices on Palm Beach. How could Margulago be only worth eighteen million? There's three bedroom homes worth sixty-two million, and yell at me and tell me to go and be a realtor. You know, not to be a realtor, techno, literally, but you know, to understand property values and you know, and everything. You know what I mean? <clears throat> How could something so big, a golf resort, only be worth eighteen million? And just tell me how how they're out to get former President Trump. And I think it's because they're on these websites like Veritas. Okay. We all know Veritas. Like TikTok. And let me tell you, some of these people, some of these uh, creators and influencers on TikTok, I really do believe some of them believe in the bullshit that they're dealing. But at the same time, I think there's a f- equal amount of number of them who just know these people are gullible and they just want to hear something positive of Trump. Listen, I, I can make this show super famous if I was pro Trump. I could rake totally in. Agree. I could rake shit. Yeah. You know, when, when Renee, one of our hosts was on the show and during the time he was anti-Trump, you know, he was uh, he had pointed out a, he had pointed out a cholo that was asking for donations because he wanted to fight, you know, for President Trump. And you know, this guy did not give a goddamn about President Trump. I mean, this guy looked like a stereotypical cholo, you know, and he was just 
talking nonsense, whatever, you know, conspiracy theory out there or some guy's mm-hmm. idea of what was really happening. This guy was like, donate a dollar, donate what, what you can. And this guy at that time, when I was watching his live stream, this guy had like over 15,000 listeners. Imagine if he got $5 from each one. So, yeah, being pro-Trump is a moneymaker. And I and I just it's it's weird because I think it's just a mixture of capitalism. I think it's a mixture of uh, I want to, you know, I want to be a rebel. It's all mixed up with it. I wanted to bring this story up because I wanted to see if any of you will disagree with me that, you know, some of the Trumpers are being influenced by their bubble. Both sides, Chris. I think both sides are being, you know, if you're, if you're not paying attention, if you're just casually listening to your favorite side and it's spewing out a one-sided version, I don't think it's just Trumpers. I think it's both sides that are doing that. I agree with Mike. It's, yeah, if you just pay attention to the background details and you're just not focused Bullshit, in 100%. Not no, dude. No, no I'm just, sorry. Think about no, it. No, no, not you. I'm saying bullshit to, uh, to 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 Newkirk over there. I mean, sorry, shit. I'm saying bullshit to Mike over there because, uh, you know, no, yeah, both sides have have their own corruption, their own shit, Mike. But you know, are both sides being radical as as some of the people we know in our lives when it comes to Trump? Are they, Mike? Uh, okay. Let's stick to, I, I don't even like talking about Trump on this. Okay. Because the, the, the stories about the influences that this young girl fell prey to. Yes. Okay. That is the story. And that's, that's really what, what you wanted to focus on. Yes, it is. I, 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 I added an element to it when I said, um, I think a big part of the issue here is parent responsibility. And I, and I, yeah, I but how am I going to involve okay. parent responsibility to, to adults you know, being, being influenced by TikTok. Okay. So like you said, people are working hard. Yeah. They're working two jobs, whatever they're busy. They have a source of information that they turn to, whether they go online themselves, it's going to be a source that they are comfortable with. And it's going to give them, unfortunately, uh, it's not going to give them a balanced version of what's going on. It's going to give them typically a skewed or one-sided version. So, so, while, yeah, there's there's a there's an element of the of the conservatives that is almost militant in its in its belief that it has to be one way, right? Okay, fair enough, fair enough, and that's strong. It seems stronger than from the left. I agree with you on that part. If that's what you're calling bullshit on, yes, but it's it's still happening. That's what I'm calling bullshit. It's still on. happening. Okay, yeah. understand it. I understand yeah. that, but it's still. There's still too darn many people out there that are, you know, willing to make an opinion, a strong opinion, put it online, which, and part of the element of putting it online is you don't have to own it. There's no ownership there. You just say what you want to say and put it out there. And so what? People criticize you, whatever. You just, you get three critical ones, you just turn it off. Ah, there's idiots. Who cares? But you don't have to own it. You don't have to be responsible for it. You just say it. So, so that's part of the environment, I think, that you're talking about that's leading people to so quickly make judgments and conclusions about stuff without, without any genuine information. Yeah, I mean, Mike, I think I agree with you in some parts due to the fact that unless you watch the news every day, and if you watch the news every day, you're only getting what? is fed in from that certain channel that you pick. Not a lot of people dive in and do their own personal research. So if you hear something, do a little bit more depth and you might understand what the reason and outcomes are behind what they're saying. But not everybody does that. They're like, oh, okay, they said this, so I'm going to believe this way or I'm going to think this way. Do you... Well, how um, can you do that? Like, do, you, do you go to other news, news broadcasts in order to get the truth or like we all have brilliant brains we can just search you have access to the internet it's a plentiful 
There's so yeah. much data on there that you can easily access like at the, the fingertips. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good word. Word of the day, plentiful. Plentiful. <laughs> I can't even spell that. <laughs> well, People just don't take the time, Anderson. But, I think more than anything, it's just, that, you know. Yeah. But they do, you Mike. Hear but they, 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 they huh? do. Like, when I argue with my loved one about, you know, they're just attacking them. And I'm like, where do you get that from? Epcot Times, where? You know, Veritas, where? And he'll rattle off all these, you know, people that just make these claims. And he says, he tells me to look it up. Look it up. I'm looking up where? Okay, I looked it up here. This says fact, fact check. Yeah, of course. Fact check. Fact checks are just opinions. So how, like, they all claim yeah. that they're doing research. It's all, it's a fucking circle. It's a snake eating its own tail. Yeah. Well, when you when you have your mind made up that there's only one truth, you're going yeah, to hold on to see things too. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's part of the situation. I mean, if you, I mean, I hear I hear a story, you know, about something, you know, pro Biden, whatever, and I hear it, and it's like, eh, yeah, come on, man, I don't, or you know, Chris. I've responded before a couple of times to you, Chris, yeah. about about different videos. People put yeah. videos out there, and I just don't like that. I don't like it because it's too easy to make a video, see or show exactly what you want it to show. So I'm very, very careful about stuff like that. Uh, you know, the average person is. He sees it and says, see, see, there it is. See, there it is. I mean, uh, don't forget, you know, Mar-a-Lago was, was, was Mar-a-Lago. Um, Mar-a-Lago. in the example uh, it was appraised. Well, what are we talking about? Ten years ago? We're not talking about today. We're talking about ten years ago or twelve years ago. So mm-hmm. let's again. I hope that your brother kept uh, that in mind. My loved one. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, your loved one kept that in mind. <laughs> yeah, sorry about. Like I apologize. Sorry, I, I, I apologize. I fucked hope up he, earlier hope too. Hope he kept that in mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope he hope he kept that in mind. You know, and and again, it, it okay. But there's legal, there's legal things here. There, there's somebody, there's a well, legal appraiser for the county yeah. of, that that house is in. There's a legal appraiser that would say, hey, you can put this thing between X and Y, but you can't go, say, it's, I think it's X, and then all of a sudden they're saying, oh, no, it's 10 times X. Well, you know, there's a legal appraiser there that's making that. I mean, you know, they, they do that for insurance purposes. That's what it's for. Does, does Donald Trump want to pay insurance on 10 times the value of it? He'd be bitching and moaning and groaning, wouldn't he? Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm not going to pay insurance on it. On you saying it's worth 1.4 billion dollars? Yeah, that's what you're valuing it at. You got to pay insurance on 1.4 billion dollars. Can you imagine what the insurance would be on that? Yeah. Yeah. So he's probably. So does he want it both ways? There. Yes, he does. Does he want the property tax? Does he want the property tax to reflect 1.4 billion, or does he want it to reflect 18 million? You know. My love, that'd be what I would. Sorry, that's what I would respond to your loved one about. Saying, my hey, loved you know, one, have you, have you looked into that? My loved one uh, called, and my loved one made the point that since the debates last night, the second, you know, Republican candidate debates that uh, that that the former president's numbers skyrocketed even higher, and amongst Hispanics, amongst the, yeah. Yeah, what the preacher gives the the preacher gives the sermon, and everybody's thrilled, preaching to the saved, and the saved feel even stronger. Have the numbers changed? No, they haven't changed. Uh, I but mean, the saved, what do you guys, do the numbers really change? I mean, what do you guys think? They have uh, Trump. I yeah. think went up ten points on certain polls. But, 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 but again, you're gonna you're gonna who are you gonna ask? Yeah, we all know Paul. Well, yeah, that anyway. let's, go, yeah, let's, go, let's let's listen to the people who listen to the debate, and then talk to a, a, a group of hardcore Democrats and see what they think about whether Trump's numbers would have gone up or not. Let um, I mean, come on. This leads to the other topic. Bidenomics. Okay. I don't think it's it's selling amongst the people. Are you know our economy is is doing well under Biden, but yet no one seems to talk about that. The president talks about that, but no one seems to to want to listen. Why do you think that is? Or acknowledge. Oh, or acknowledge. acknowledge. Okay, fair. That's fair. Yeah. 
What do you think about now that, Anderson? Our economy doing better? What aspects of our economy is doing good right now? Yeah, the reason why they don't say anything or speak of it is they don't want they don't want uh, Biden to win. So of course, I, why I, would I can it? answer that. I can answer that, much Mark Mood, in, oh, in a minute. But yeah, no, no, no. Go, go oh, no, no. Go ahead, because I want to hear what you said. Well, okay. Well, what I was going to say first, and this this really relates to what you said, Chris, uh-huh. about the polls, because. The polls are not saying what people feel about the economy. It's how they feel about the president. That's the way I'm reading those polls about the economy. Okay, because uh, Republicans are like 98% dissatisfied with the economy. And, and that's, that, that's a hard one. That's a tough one. Uh, our, unemployment, our unemployment rate is pretty darn low. Uh, he, I mean, he's, it, it's... Three point six percent. Inflation seems to be under control. Um, corporate profits are up twenty one point five percent. U.S. oil production is up eight point two percent. Gun sales are down thirty five percent. This is on Something, an annual statistic. Yeah, yeah. This is this is yeah. Manufacturing jobs are up six. I, no, this is probably since he's been in office. I would say two and a half years almost three years. Manufacturing jobs are up 6.5%, uh, but they're still actually lower than they were during COVID. And again, you got to keep in mind, you know, we just went through a recession with COVID, okay? So the economy spurted like 6.2% that first year Biden was in office, and he's trying to take credit for all of that. Wow, look what I did. Look how great the numbers are. Well, okay, but part of that just from the the reality that, hey, everything was shut down during COVID, during the recession, during a, another recession. And, um, you know, um, over economic growth has been around 2% a year, which is a bit better than they thought, because you got to keep in mind that most people thought we were going to go into a recession. Remember all the talk about recession? Remember yeah. that, everybody? Or am I? Yeah. yeah I do remember So that. everybody thought we were headed toward a recession. And the bottom line is we're not, we're, we're, our inflation is still, um, you know, yeah. um, inflation hit a 40 year high in uh, Biden's first year. Uh, it peaked in June of 2022. Our inflation rate was 9.1%. In Europe, it was 10.6%. In England, UK, it was 11%. In July of 2023, a little more than a year later, the inflation in America is 3.2%. In Europe, still higher, 5.3%. And in UK, 6.8%. So everybody bitches about inflation and say, wow, Biden's caused inflation, he caused inflation, he caused inflation. But if Biden caused it, how did he cause it in Europe? How did he cause it in England? You know, it was a worldwide thing. There's a worldwide inflation that happened in response to the recession. So... So that's where I say, um, especially manufacturing, I think Biden is really on the right track with, uh, tr- uh, I think he created, he, he passed a law uh, relating to um, chips. Mm-hmm. Didn't he do a thing on, on uh, manufacturing of uh, computer chips mm-hmm. within America? And then he's done a lot with manufacturing with green energy and clean green energy. That's just smart. That's just absolutely smart to get in on that at the bottom at the bottom and say, hey man, America's gonna be the number one producer of clean energy resources. I think that's 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 gonna pay dividends in the long run. So you know, are we perfect? Hell no. You know, uh, but and and one last thing, one last thing, and this is kind of significant. When when we have rece- recessions are typically caused by greed, okay? The dot-com bubble was 2002. The great re- the housing crisis was 2008. Those are both big recessions. Every time we get a recession, poor people get fucked. They have absolutely no responsibility in creating the problem, but they get fucked. Are we okay with that? Am I out of line there? No. They get hit the hardest. They get hit the hardest. Okay, so... After COVID, one of the things that I'm hearing governments are trying to do is rather than slowly let things go back on its own pace, they 
slam a whole bunch of money into the economy to get things back on their feet faster. That causes inflation. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt that that's part of the reason why we had inflation. Obviously, what's going on in Ukraine caused that as well. Supply chain issues, oil increases from Europe, and on and on and on. Well, we so, were also giving out money just left and right to everybody. My yeah. Started yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there should have been a better plan about the money. It should have been incentivized to promote the economy. Like, instead of just it giving did. money to stay at home, you should give money to, well, without the portion of COVID being spreading, it should have been given to promote work or promote infrastructure in the society, promote economic growth. Than just he, did. he passed an infrastructure bill. Home. He passed an infrastructure bill, $1.9 trillion. Wow. Big infrastructure bill. The Republicans, which is a crack up. A lot of Republicans were against it, except for several Republicans that went, Are you kidding me? It's going to bring in uh, $40 billion in my state. I'm going to vote against it? Yeah, huge infrastructure bill, Mahmoud. So that was a big deal. That's one I of his to, great uh, Look into how it was used, how all that money was used. Uh, I agree. And, and there's, there's an impression. There's an impression out there that, wow, all this money is happening and all, these, all it does is make lazy people sit around at home and not work. Understandable. Understandable. But, I, you know, with the unemployment rate being as low as it is, you know, now, one other unemployment rate again. Yeah. Yeah. One other thing that's interesting is that um, today there are, what was, the, what was the phrase? There are more there are two times more job openings than there are people wanting to get jobs. And that's an interesting phenomenon because it's like, wait a minute, how come there's any unemployment if there's all these jobs out there for people to get? So, so it, there's mixed messages. Again, let me be really clear to people listening. I am not a Biden kumbaya guy. I, I'm right now. If I mean, again, I'm with Chris. The only way I would vote for Biden would be if Trump were the candidate. But if it's anybody else, anybody that's got half a brain that's somewhat moderate, I will very, very, very likely not vote for Biden. So so I'm not trying to just, you know, make him look like he walks on water. He hasn't. He really hasn't. But he's done a fairly, he's done a better job than I thought he would do of getting things back in order after a recession. Anyway. No, Anderson, do you have anything to add to that? No, I know. He, he, he said it all. By the way, has anybody taken a poll? Because I've never been asked to take a poll. No, no I, I get the census in the mail every 10 years. Oh, okay. But that's every like, 10 years. I mean, but like in terms a, like of... Like a TV poll? Yeah, TV poll. A TV or, poll or like, you know, is Biden yeah. going to win? Or, you know, is mm-hmm. Trump leading? Like, I've never gotten a poll. No. I Maybe don't think we're going to get a, where you have to actively tell them what you want to say. Reach out to them. And maybe that's the we, reason why there was a big surprise during that uh, election uh, with the red wave. Because everybody predicted that no, the Republicans were going to sweep. The DOJ is yeah. corrupt. They did ballot oh, stuffing. you know what? You're absolutely right. Defund, uh, remember when everybody wanted to defund the police? <laughs> and now, now, they're, now the Republicans are... Wanted to fund them now. Remember when they should beat up black people? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, ridiculous. I can't stand people. Well, I mean, it's, I need to move to another planet. So, I mean, I understand. That, that's that's, that's a, like, have you lost all patience with the other side? No. I, you know what? Uh, Please with supporters of Trump, yes. Yes, yes, with with the supporters of Trump. But not, oh, yeah, you know, I lost faith, dude, because the Republican Party still, still finding a way. There's still time. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We just have to and communicate we, with each other. That's how you make growth. Positive oh, my God. <laughs> Ask Chris and his relative if they're communicating with each other really well. <laughs> it's okay. Let them talk. Let them talk. Give them time. They might talk again later. Oh my! Hey, my mood. Hey, it's been years, and there's no movement with that individual. Well, I mean, in all seriousness, you know, people have left this show because they feel that we, we, we uh, refuse to listen to the truth. 
People have left the show. Want nothing to do with the show. People have accused people oh, of being sympath- sympathizers to pedophiles. Why? Why? Why are we sympathizers to pedophiles? Because someone makes sense. You might have taken it too personal. What 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 you say, Mahoud? What? I said uh, maybe they take it too personal. This is a conversation. These are open table conversations. We're trying to communicate so that we can have everybody possibly see maybe the way we think individually and come to a solution or at least just communicate our thoughts. Nothing that You sound like me a year ago. <laughs> I would have loved that message a year ago. No, 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 you did hear me a year ago. When I hear my mood speak, I'm like, man, there's so much hope in the world. There's so there's much hope in this world. I promise you, talking, one of my dreams is to make the world a better place. I agree. Yeah, I, agree. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, I'm very positive. Uh, I like really that. am. I'm very oh, positive. Yeah. I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. I, you know, um, there. It just takes the people have to speak out and they have to stand up for what they believe and they have to make a difference. And, that, and there'll be there'll be groups that are doing that. There's there's a whole bunch of governors and representatives and senators, I think, that are coming on that really are starting to make sense. And um, both, you know, Democrat and Republican. This is something weird. Um, okay. Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley. Mm-hmm. OK. From Missouri. From, he's a he's a he's, he's Missouri. He's a. Republican conservative, and he's made some really bizarre statements as far as I'm concerned about supporting Trump in ways um, that just don't make any sense. I mean, some of the legal things and they're trying to weaponize the Justice Department and stuff like that. Okay, so about a month ago, he co-authored a bill saying that nobody in elected office should be allowed to participate in the stock market. That's I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That's one of the conditions for me that a third party should have. If, if you're not going to limit the amount of money you're going to make, then you're no different than any other party. And so here's a hardcore conservative Republican coming out with an idea that I was shocked at. Like, hallelujah. Absolutely. Now, can you, will the rest of the, our elected representatives go along with that? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, a, while I'm an elected official, I will not partake in any of the, of the uh, of the um, the markets, okay. Nor will my my wife or my wife's brother or you know what I mean. It's got to be consistent. It can't just be oh I won't. But oh by the way, my wife made uh, forty million dollars on an insider trading deal. No. Well, what about her brother? I mean, her brother can. He's yeah. not part of the family though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same old. Yeah, but it's just the same old crap, isn't it? The same old crap. But here's a guy I wouldn't even have given a spit for. And all of a sudden, he comes up with an idea that I think is fantastic. I mean, that's that's good for the country, I think. So, uh, Mahmoud, I think that's what you're talking about, isn't it? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Mahmoud. I mean, I, I would just like for discussion to not be so personal. Sometimes Mahmoud, I understand. That are we the, making it personal, or are they making it personal towards us? They left the show. We didn't leave the show. It's it's definitely them. If okay. you leave the show, that means you took it personally. That's right. If you're still here, you may feel a personal way about it, but you're still communicating, right? And get, our door is open for growth. Our, our door is open for anybody to come back and speak. That's what communication is about. That's what equality is about. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Anderson, right. would you want some of the people who left to come back? Oh, yeah, I would. You sure? I would. Yeah. Because we all know what they're going to bring. I mean, unless they change, but we all know what they're going to bring. All they're going to do is bring the same spill mm-hmm. and quit. Who knows, Anderson? There's time for growth. There's room for growth oh, in everybody. I love you, Mahmoud. I want you guys to come back, and I want to see Mahmoud's face turn red when they speak. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. I keep a very calm demeanor. <laughs> well, you, yeah. Well, and again, if they came back with the attitude of, you know what, my truth is no more important than your truth, and that I understand but they can't. the point of view, and I understand. Well, they can. They can. That's they, what, they can. I'm with that mood on that. They can. It's almost religious the way they believe to 
I know about it. They're out to get him. The DOJ is so corrupt. I just I wish we could somehow find a way to convince people that it's not a it's not a um, it's never been about a person. Once there's a need, then there will be uh, an idea. There will be a movement for it. Well, there's not there hasn't been a need for anybody to move together. It's okay to have differences because honestly, it promotes some people's growth. No, we're not asking for for everyone to fall in right. line. I mean, we no no no. We're not asking for that. I mean, that's what I'm hearing when you say that, you know. No, no I'm, right. not, I'm not asking for everybody to fall in line. I'm just asking for a little bit of open communication. But with people being so conflicted with their sides, they butt heads, and then they leave. There's no growth from that. All there is is just a little bit of violence. Mm-hmm. It's not constructive. To be able to communicate, I mean, you're doing it interregionally. You come back and keep moving forward, and there's solutions. There's production out of it. But you have to accept the fact that there is a different idea than the one you carry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have to accept that. That's where my hang-up is. If you accept the fact that there is a different version there than just the one, and that's what Chris keeps going back to, all I'm hearing is the one. There's no one. What's wrong with you? Why can't you see this? Why can't you get this? You're being stubborn. You're being obtuse. Okay, you're not you're not paying attention. Research it. Go out and find this. My truth. This is the truth. The the truth. I think my kid in the head when he said, you know, go out and find it. Like, do you know how many times I'm told to look it up when someone makes an outlandish accusation? Why do I have to look it up? I know it's, they found it already, right? Yeah, they found it already. And then where? Yeah, they should be able to support their own findings for you. But the problem is, they find it at you know Garage Joe's Underground Laboratory dot com, and then it goes back to what Mike said. Uh, you know, there's no consequence. I can say whatever I want. It's free speech. I was just joking about wanting the death of a general. You know, how do you get around that? That's a tough one. How do you get around some, saying something like, I think that general should, well, I don't know what that, what was the quote? What is the quote? I don't know exactly. I just heard about it. I didn't look that one up. What did he say exactly? I know one, I'm, one of I'm the not senators familiar said, with this. One of the senators said one of the generals should hang. Yes. I think it was the black general, right? That he should hang. No, uh, uh, Millie, the one that took the picture with Trump in front of the church. Okay, I thought there were two different generals. Just the one general being being. Well, GOP Republican Golser, Golser, I believe, G O S A R. Yeah, Golser. Golser, he's the one that um wanted death to to that individual. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine a senator saying that? I mean, but he didn't mean it that way, though. This is. What are they going to say? Okay, this is um this is what, what what he said. He said on his social media network Truth Social, he wrote that Mark Milley phone call to reinsure China in the aftermath of the storm the aftermath of the storming of the Capitol on January sixth, twenty twenty one, was an act so egregious that in times gone by the punishment would have been death. Okay, well, then he's not calling for his death. He's just saying that. Okay. He's yeah, not calling for his death. Different. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. And the general when is Mike his, it? disagrees with me, time gone by, he would be executed. Don't you think? <laughs> Don't you think he should be executed, guys? Times goes by. Not now, not exactly at this point. But back then, Mike disagreeing with me on my show, death. How dare him. I didn't ask for his death. Oh, someone went there and tried to shoot at him? I didn't say that. I said in time and time's gone by. Because yeah. we know everyone who listens to me yeah. is absolutely stable. 
Right. You sure you want to stand so by your statement? He has, he has national protection. Well, it is different. It is, no, it is different. What he's claiming is different than saying he what he said. I think he should die. You know, I he he didn't say that. I mean, literally, he did not say that. So I know what you're. I know exactly what you're saying. He that's an inappropriate comment because it's going to create. Just like the Mark Milley, uh, who who led perhaps the most embarrassing movement in American history with his grossly incompetent. okay, uh, withdrawal of of Afghanistan, costing many lives, leaving behind hundreds of American citizens and handing over billions of dollars of the finest military equipment ever made. We'll be leaving the military next week, Trump wrote. I mean, the fact that he's putting these things that he caused these people to die. He he would have been, edu- um, ed- you know, uh, fucking killed or executed is the word. Like, yeah. Mike, I mean, sure, I'm all about compromising going in the middle and, oh, he didn't really. No, but see, that's how this mfr has been getting by by doing things just like that the guy's not retarded i'm not calling him senile no and uh, forgive me for using the word retarded you know the guy's not dumb you know what i mean so i mean come on man if i have a rapid loyal fan base and you disagreed with me and i'm saying that guy should get beat up in the alley he would have gotten beat up in the alley and you get beat up. You're not going to think it's my fucking fault. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying that's not what he said. I'm not saying that's not what he meant. I'm not saying that's not the way it could be interpreted. I understand that. I understand. But literally that's not what he said. That's where his, that's like you said, that's the gray area that he lives in and hopes people pick it up the way he infers it, the way he wants them to. To act on it. That I couldn't agree with you more on that, Chris. Right. No, no, no. I I, I, I I get it. I I totally get it. I totally get it, Mike. Still think we're spending too much time talking about Trump. I know. I'm such a prick. Next week we won't talk about him at all. There's a bunch of other stuff. You know. Unless he done some dumb shit within the week. No, it's just because well, it's real personal for me. And this is why I hate talking so much. This is why I want other people to talk and I want to learn, you know, because it's so personal with me because I get attacked so much about it. Like, I don't just hate this guy for no reason. Yeah, we know that. Where's our leadership? Where's our accountability for the stupid shit we say? Like, for example, I use the R word. You know, I have to be smarter than that. Why? Because I have a public, you know, platform. If I ran around saying the N word all day, you know what I mean? Come on. No better than that. And I'm a nobody. Actions are how you perceive. Absolutely. And if you behave in negative manners, people are going to look at you less than, I mean, I wouldn't value as highly if you acted like an idiot. Hey, the jury's still out on you, dude. You you like playing the fence here. I don't trust you yet. But go on. That's a little fishy. He likes to cherry pick his bro. answers. He likes to be the good guy <laughs> in the middle. You know? I'm not sure. I'm just giving him time. But if I look at you in a certain manner and you're behaving negatively, I wouldn't value as high as I would somebody properly. I know about you, himself. man. You're still the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jury's still out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I still believe innocent until proven guilty. You know what? Fair. You know what? You're you, that. Uh, you know what? I. I you're right, a hundred percent. Yeah, and you you misspoke earlier when you said you all think Trump's guilty. I don't think Trump's guilty. I don't think he's guilty. Not yet. But yeah. I think I think that you know they did their homework before they made their charges. Yeah. Before the arraignment, they've done their homework. They yeah. clearly laid out a a, a, a case. Yeah. 
And if it proves, it proves, if it comes to be true, yeah. then I, then I would say I, Trump would have a hard time not being found guilty. But we will see. He's innocent until proven guilty. Again, audience, um, I got to get off. You know, there was a time in this show where I was off. I was out of the Trump business. I got to get out of the Trump business again. It's just, again, the guy dominates everything. There's other stuff going on. And there's some awesome, cool stuff going on, too. Uh, there's that famous story about the, you know, field worker who became an astronaut. They made a movie about him. We could talk about that. We could talk about some positive things in our country. Chris, you, know? you ever heard the phrase, if you look into the abyss, it's all you see? By, if you by look at Trump, Nietzsche? that's all you see, my buddy. Yeah. By Nietzsche, it, so. when you look into the abyss, the abyss looks back at you. Yeah, if that's all you see, that's all you're going to be looking at. And that's all that comes Since into you're dropping yeah. pearls of philosophy, if it quacks like a you're duck welcome. and it walks like a duck, it's a duck. Since you're dropping pearls. Just look at other things and focus on other priorities. Trump isn't the only thing in your life that matters. Tell that to all my listeners and loved ones that call me and want me to stick up for him and fight for him and call me blind but and manipulated. No, because they say they get so mad being on the show or they might get canceled for being on the show or 10,000 other excuses. Canceled. Yeah. Canceled. canceled. Yeah, yeah, we've really canceled people. Yeah, we've really done a lot of canceling on the show. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I'm sorry. Let's, let's cancel person X because they, well, they don't agree with us, so let's cancel them, guys. Yeah. They've canceled themselves, I think, when they don't choose not to come back on. I... You know, well, they're welcome. I really mean it. I, I, they're welcome. Anderson had a different response. Yeah, let them come on. We know what it's going to be. I welcome them to come on with, with a fresh belief, with it, with the, with a genuine belief that I have no, my opinions are no more valid or, or significant or impactful than anybody else's opinions. Mm. That would be refreshing. I'd love to hear some of those opinions. But, but don't, you know, halfway through, don't start telling me, no, I'm wrong. Look it up. No, you're wrong. You know, again. Who knows who's right and wrong? That's why we communicate. There he goes again with the fucking cherry picking. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> there he goes again. There he goes. Chris, <laughs> Chris can you turn off his mic? Yeah, let me mute him. <laughs> there he goes again. Oh, yeah. And who knows who's right or wrong? Can't we just all get along? Mood, you know what? <laughs> My mood is really fucking pissing me off, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, mood. I still love you guys. Yeah. Hey, yeah. no room for hate in my heart. You know what, guys? Uh, this is now, this Chris. I will be quitting the show. <laughs> <laughs> guys, all this hostility is really bad. You know, we should really hug it out. Oh, wait. You feel that way? You know, give me a moment to think about it. I might feel that way too. You know, come on. <laughs> You probably had some respect for Chris before the program, right, Mahmoud? <laughs> you probably had some element of respect in your mind, like, wow, you know, this guy really is. But now that you're getting into the nitty gritty, now that you're in the trenches, you're starting to uh, see. Me, I know the a real, lot more about Chris than I thought. Yeah, I was. yeah, the real. Now you're starting to see the real Chris Harris. Okay? Yeah. So, listen, so. Here. listen here. Let's you know. Let's be serious for it for next week. And I'll and let me tell you know I'm I'm gonna come on the show next week and talk about some some of the issues I have with the left, and one of the major issues I have with the left is the severe woke culture. You know, and it, it it's 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 a problem, and how I feel that they are restricting Americans. You know, not that I condone bigotry, but sometimes people, you know, people should have a right to express what they feel without fears of being you know, excommunicado, you know what I mean? So next week I'll, I'll come on with some of the issues I feel. And some of the issues that I, I was very left on. And as I've gotten older, I've, I've gotten more central and somewhat conservative on. And I think if we could all do that next week here in the panel, make a note on how we've changed. And especially you, Anderson. I mean, I, I've, I've never asked you, you know, what What was some of the things that have made you more conservative being a father of four, you know? Uh, well, you'll hear it next week on the show. Nice, nice, nice. And, you know, 
you too, my dude. You know, I want to hear, you know, you know, where, where, where you're at, you know, I mean, cause you were right away saying, and all the money we're just throwing around, just giving to people to not work. That, that was great. I love that. That was interesting. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm, a, not, I'm a very, uh -huh, go ahead. I, I, I want to productively influence the society. You want to, to productively grow. I don't want to stagnate. You fucking politician. Uh, there's a lot of stagnation going on. Everybody's just waiting for somebody to act properly. And to tell them how to. I'm waiting for life. you to act improperly with your fucking polished ass over here online. <laughs> okay, how about that? <laughs> okay. If this is how I truly think. This is I can't lie. I believe it. I you can't lie. You can't lie. That right there is a lie, I buddy. I can't tell you I'm truth to myself. <laughs> oh. I, I, <laughs> no, I, I'm not gonna lie to myself just to appease somebody else. I'll tell you how I feel, and this is genuinely how I feel. There we go. You heard it here. I'll test that, buddy. I'll take, I'll I'll take that Coke Pepsi challenge any day. Well, Mike, I well, I already know what Mike's going to say. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. Well, uh, well, first and foremost, um, be specific about woke culture, about specific uh, issues, please, rather than just as a generic. You know, I want to talk about woke culture and people getting attacked and blah blah. I think it might be helpful, at least for me, anyway. It'd be helpful if you picked a specific area well for me about. to personally talk about next week to have people on the edge of their seats to find out anticipating i will i won't be as general i, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag well okay all, all right. right i already saw you roll your <laughs> eyes mike bullshit well, I, no, I, I want to know i want to know what <laughs> i want to know what to anticipate so i'm not like oh i don't know anything about that oh okay it's fine Okay, I can no, 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 it's, it's my personal here. thought of what made me, you know, like some of the things where I felt like, you know what, the lift's gone too far. I disagree with that. Oh, this is what, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. not in okay, general, gotcha. my personal thought, like well, for you, okay. you know, I, I bet yours is immigration. You know what I mean? Okay, saying the left has gone too far to me is way different than saying we're going to talk about woke culture. Okay, so but but I guess they do relate. But that the one is much more specific to me than woke. You know woke what? How come you're not this this fucking particular with my mood over there and saying the most political things in the world? <laughs> my ass, you want me to be direct and precise on? Come on, give me he a break, buddy. Him out, that's why. Oh, is that I why? I challenged him. <laughs> I challenged him. He started. Remember, he started off talking. Well, what I don't like is about all the money that went to all the different people, and I basically went through and gave some explanation about what my understanding of that was. I think it's not like a fucking I challenge to me. Again, it wasn't about that money was given to people. It was about how. Uh, look at him. 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 Soften it up. Yeah. Look at him. Soften it up. Look, look. <laughs> it, was, it, it, was, it was a lot more softer than that. Okay. Yeah. No, I have to stay true my to myself. <laughs> no, I got it. Okay. <laughs> it's about how they gave it. It should have been a little bit of direction and incentive with it. I mean, I understand where everybody was suffering and there was money that needed oh, to be given. Hindsight's 2020, partner. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can see now and, this guy's And it, it's interesting. It's interesting you say that, but the, in, in Europe, actually, um, they did uh, tie in more incentives to the money. They did the same thing in Europe, by the way. I mean, people would bitch and moan and groan about, oh my God, look at this. Giving money to the people and the poor and yeah, look what they're doing. Look what they're doing. They did it everywhere. They did it all over the world. But it just made sense, man. If you don't, what are these people going to do for food? What are they going to do for put, put gas in their car? How are they going to do mm -hmm. it? They don't have jobs. They're sitting at home. And you've got to do something. So some of the programs in Europe actually were much more uh, fine-tuned toward uh, responsibility factors than they were in America. And that, again, that makes perfect sense to me because, you know, Europe's way more mature than America Ooh. by far. They're older Ooh. than us. They're way more mature than us. Okay. Now, Chris, Chris, you're you're getting to be an asshole here, and I don't know that you're going to bring in fans being an asshole. I don't know. I get used maybe, to it. Maybe you can. You're okay with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it, it's Chris. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't, Chris. Well, I mean, we're gonna. Find <laughs> no, <even. laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, do we have to go as far as to say Europe's much more mature than us? I mean, really? Who me? Yes, Europe's where's much that, more mature than us. No, you just said you know. I'm not talk I'm talking. I'm talking about Europe. I said Europe is more mature than us. That's what I said. Not me. Europe. Not, I said Europe. You saying Europe is much more oh. mature than America? Yeah, they're I don't live in Europe, America. so I can't. They're older I can't than us. 
absolutely. They're, yes, they have. Their cultures are much more uh, established than ours. They have a his, much more of a history than we have. I understand. I call that. bullshit on that, Mike. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've never been to Europe, so oh. I can't speak oh. on that. That's your lack of We're just a little kid. We're still. We're only two hundred and forty years old. We're kids. We're no, kids. We act like we act like uh, uh, teenagers. I think we should maybe maybe twenty year olds, twenty one year olds. That's an American character, at least American male character. I think Europe is uh, tends to be a little bit more mature in some ways, some attitudes, attitudes toward sexuality, attitudes toward marriage, attitudes toward several things are much more mature than uh, America in many ways. So I gotta look up, it, you know, it, uh, Italy's, you know attitudes towards sexuality and stuff like that because i always thought they were really like machismo and stuff like that but i'll i'll, I'll look Chris, into it yeah yes i mean you know let this uh, show explode and maybe we could you'll be paying for a trip for us to go to europe and yeah. uh examine those <laughs> yeah maybe. there you go if, right, guys, you if guys i'm not a big asshole so that we can experience more yeah. we need to grow as individuals so help us out by my God, Mahmoud, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, Chris. Right, okay, Chris, you got a point. I got it. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All Thank right. you very All much, right. listeners. <laughs> Thank you very much for, for listening to We Could Be Wrong. We're back, everyone. Uh, outro music should be playing over my voice now. Thank you very much for... Oh, yeah, I can play it here. Duh. They can't hear it, but I can hear it here. here. Thank you very much for for listening to We Could Be Wrong. Um, We're back. Good night, everyone. We're back. Peace. Good night.